Welcome to the Unique Mums podcast. My name's Anna, and I'm a wife, mum, author, blogger, and Jesus follower, bringing you biblical truth, devotions, and encouragement so you can find joy, purpose, and hope as you navigate through motherhood, one cold cup of coffee at a time. You can find the episode show notes, free devotions, and a lot more information at uniquemums.co.uk. Hello, Mum. Welcome back to the Unique Mums podcast. It's so great to be back after the summer. I hope you had a really blessed summer, that you rested, as well as being involved with family and maybe work still. I don't know what your circumstances are, but I had a really blessed summer. We went to England for a little while, and also we had our church camp and a little holiday as a family as well, so it was a really good time. I worked from home a little bit as well, although I stopped the podcast, I kept writing, so as you may know, I'm an author, so I write books, and yeah, and I did a few of my English lessons as well, but I also spent a lot of time with my kids, which was really nice as well. And now they're back at school, so they went back to school last week on the 15th of September, so Yes, it's getting used to new rhythms now as a family, getting used to leaving the house earlier in the morning and dealing with things like homework and schedules and teachers, but it's all going well by God's grace. And yeah, it's a really um, a different time, but it's exciting when we go back to our rhythms and routines as well. It's good to feel like things are a, a different, like more structured maybe would be a good term <laughs> to describe it. But yeah, and here on the podcast, I'm starting a new series called Rule of Life. And I don't know what you really think about this area of rules, but I thought it would be interesting in this first episode to really talk about this, because I think as Christians, we can get a little bit confused about what this this thing is of having kind of rules, or rules of life, at least in our walk with Jesus. So obviously, as Christians, one of the main things that we know about being a Christian and about the Christian faith is that we trust in Jesus alone for our righteousness. And so we know it's not about us following certain rules or certain laws to earn righteousness because it's already been given to us and it's all based on faith. But there's this thing where sometimes we can become a little bit too kind of flexible, I would say, when it comes to living the Christian life in such a way that will actually help us to be living more in alignment with God. So what I mean by that is sometimes we can be so wary of legalism, which is this thing of following certain rules in order to earn righteousness. So obviously we don't want that, but we can be so wary of legalism that we don't actually focus on or give importance to this area of actually having certain spiritual practices that will help us to live more in alignment with God's will for us and with God. And so, yes, I want to talk a little bit about what a rule of life is. So a rule of life, some people would say, 
it's a commitment to live in a certain way. And I think that's quite a good way to describe that. So we're committed to living in a, in a certain way. Now, obviously, it could be a bad way, but as Christians, we know <laughs> that we want to be committed to living in a way that pleases God. And obviously, we're going to fail, and that's good, but we know that we have God's grace, of course. So it's good that it's not about guilt innocence, as we were talking about. All of our, our righteousness is from Jesus, so we can trust that we're, even if we fail in our commitments or in our spiritual practices, that we're still covered by God's grace, so that's good. However, we do, I think, need to be aware that it's really important when we're creating these commitments to live in a certain way that we take it seriously as well. We're not flippant about living the Christian life or treat it as like a little extra thing that we do on a Sunday. And um, to be honest, I suppose that's kind of how I saw it for a long time as I was, um, when I was a, a younger Christian, maybe or less mature Christian, I used to see uh, see my faith as something that was more related to where I went on the Sunday, like when I went to church, when I gathered with the church. And I suppose I did spend time reading the Word, but it, in, in my case, a lot of times it was a bit legalistic because I felt like it was something I had to do as if it was like a checklist kind of thing. It was something I had to do in order for God to see me a certain way and now now that I have grown I suppose in in more understanding I I don't see it like that anymore the like praying or reading the word or spending time with God uh, things that make us right with God obviously because I know it comes from Jesus alone but also that it's not like God really wants us, I, I guess I would say like this, God wants us to have a heart of searching for him and, and wanting him, desiring him and, and spending time with him. He does want that and that pleases him. But also this area of us spending time with God is also because we need it. And it's because if we don't spend time with God, if we don't spend time, you know, surrendering our lives to him and praying over the things that we're anxious about and and yeah and resting in him and listening to him reading his word when we don't do those things we become christians who don't produce much fruit and we become christians who perhaps don't see a great difference in their lives in terms of having faith so faith can be something that's a bit stagnant or not very relevant or something that they really struggle with and so spending time with God and I'm using this as an example because there are different rules of life but this is one that I've been thinking about more recently this area of spending time with God it, uh, doing this, having this rule of life where we're committed to spending time with God every day, this is something that's going to really help us because it's going to position us to receive more from God, receive His love, receive His word, 
and be transformed. And that's one of the things that we need <laughs> as human beings that fail and we have the flesh still. We really need to be transformed. And it's God who does the sanctification in us. It's him who changes us. But we need to be willing also to position ourselves before God so that we can receive from him. And so having a rule of life is basically this. It's having a kind of commitment to doing certain things that will be beneficial to us in terms of receiving from God. And so... I, I actually really like a definition of a rule of life that I found from a pastor called John Mark Comer. So he defines a rule of life as a set of practices and relational rhythms, both scheduled and spontaneous, that create space to receive love from God and to give love back to God and to others. And this is such a lovely definition because it really is about this area of giving space and creating space and putting ourselves in a situation where we can actually receive from God and give back to God and to others. And so another interesting thing is that the word rule actually comes from Latin and there's this word, in an old Latin word, which is regular. But some people have associated this word regular with a trellis that supports a vine. Now, the thing about this is that for a vine to bear fruit, it actually needs a trellis. And so the trellis is like a structure that lifts the vine off the ground. And it actually creates space for the vine to grow and to mature and even to point it in a certain direction. And when vines are left to grow without trellises, they actually become more vulnerable to predators and to disease. So it's like that with us. When we don't have a certain structure in our lives, when we live more reactively rather than proactively, when we kind of just let things happen rather than planning uh, for certain things that will be good for us. <laughs> um, it can be a bit like that. We, we become very reactive when we don't create certain internal kind of commitments and disciplines and practices. And so this is why it's important. We don't want these practices and disciplines to become like heavy burdens on us. But we don't want, uh, at the same time, we don't want to live in such a way where we don't have any kind of direction or where we don't have a kind of structure that will help us. And so, yeah, it's getting this balance between having a structure, but a structure that gives us freedom where we can grow, a structure that will help us to actually spend more time with God and receive from God, and a structure that will help us also to love God and to love other people. And so when we don't have a structure, often what can happen is that things happen to us. And obviously there is an element where that can still happen because even if you have a structure, there are things, obviously the things we can't control, things that are going to happen to us. But it's different. When you have a structure, things might happen to you anyway, 
but because you already have a structure in place, you're able to deal with things better. So someone who already has a structure where they spend time with God every day and they're receiving from God, if a big tragedy happens in their lives, they're a lot more prepared for it, for that tragedy, because they've been receiving from God and they've been processing things with God and they're close to God than someone who doesn't have that structure, who doesn't spend time with God on a regular basis, someone who does live more reactively and doesn't order their lives around spending time with God and receiving from God and loving other people. So, yeah, having a structure is really important in terms of helping us to live in such a way where we have space to grow as Jesus follows to mature and to receive God's love. And so having a rule for life is basically that. It's having a set of practices and rhythms that will help us to receive from God and give to others. And there's a lot of flexibility in this. It's not like it's going to be exactly the same for everyone. There could be like general areas that are the same. For example, spending time alone with God is something that all of us, I believe, should do. However, the particular way we do it is obviously going to vary, like the timetable, where or how, all of that could be different, and that's okay. We don't all have to be the same or do things in exactly the same way. But this principle of spending time alone with God is really important to have because it's something that Jesus himself modeled to us. Uh, he, Jesus actually planned time he actually planned it. He did it as well when he felt a specific need. And I'm going to go into that next week. But Jesus also planned time alone with God. And he, he actually sought after it. And it's something that we need to seek after as well. It won't just happen automatically. Because we live in a world that is not going to want us to do that. And it's a world of hustle of consumerism, of noise, and so we really need to take active steps to actually spend time alone with God. And yes, so this rule of life is important for us as Jesus followers, it's important for us as mums, and it's important for us to teach this to our children as well. And I think for children it's interesting that Lots of studies actually show that children do better with having a certain structure, not an overbearing structure, but a certain structure that gives freedom rather than not having any structure. And I think that when they see us as parents having a certain structure that helps us, a certain routine and organization, I think that helps children as well to realize that we can plan for these things that we can organize them that we can be intentional about them yeah just to say that there is a lot of freedom in having a rule of life and I think the enemy sometimes wants to give this idea that it's restrictive that it's binding but actually if you think about it when you don't have any kind of plan when you live in a very reactive kind of way that's actually more restrictive because you end up not having things organized. And then if imagine, for example, if the situation is that you say yes to everyone because you want to go with a flow and you're saying yes to everything that comes your way, 
then that ends up restricting you, you as well because there's only so much time we have in a day. There's only so much energy. There's only so much that we can do. And it's impossible for us to say yes to everything. So I guess having a structure and having a rule of life is about saying yes to the right things. And that gives us freedom because we're saying yes to God. And then when unexpected things happen to us or when we go through maybe seasons of difficulty, we're close to God and we know how to deal with those things. And so there's so much freedom and also God will speak to us specifically in how to do these things, what kind of practices or very practical practices, I could say very detailed ways in which we can do things. And sometimes God will show us for one season to do it one way and then in another season to do it another way. So, for example, I'm just going to give an example here. But in terms of spending time alone with God, for me, what works best is doing this early in the morning. So it's the first thing I do, basically, after waking up. I actually get out of bed because this is what works for me. And I go to my living room and I have a quiet time chair. And I sit there and I read the word and I pray. And it's just a really, really good time of just being there and spending time with God and listening to him and praying and worshiping. And for me, it really is one of those things that it just has an impact on my whole day. And I just love actually getting up and walking downstairs and having somewhere specific that I go to every day. And that's where I meet with God. And I think that that's what really works for me. But I wouldn't say to someone else that they would have to do it exactly in the same way. So I think, uh, and the amount of time even, I think that can vary from one person to another. Uh, some people would maybe benefit more from doing it at night, having this quiet time at night. And some people maybe after lunch when their children are in bed having a nap. So it's something that can vary a lot and it can vary from season to season as well. And yes, yeah, so there's a lot of flexibility in it, but at the same time, there's that structure of doing it, of having this commitment. Okay, so next week I'm going to go into more detail about the area of spending time alone with God, which I'm going to call the secret place. And it's a really nice way of describing it because it's just us and God. And so it's this secret place. And yeah, but I'd love to hear from you if you have any comments about this. I really want to make this podcast interactive. So please send me an email or send me a comment on the blog. Or, yeah, just get into contact with me and let me know what you think about this area of having a rule of life. And I'll speak to you next week.